Just in and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. There's something that wasn't on our list that I can't believe we didn't put on our list of topics that we should get to today. Is uh, the video of Richard Sherman. I didn't see it yet. Buddy... It's if you're people in the house, dude, you'd be like, that's scary. That's really scary, dude. He's yeah. a fucking big, scary guy. And like we, the way he comes at it when he goes, it's not so much the shit talking out the door. Like that's like that seems like domestic shit that nobody should be a like, problem with. You yeah, know what I mean, but when he starts taking, I mean, lowered shoulder like blast at that door. It is scary. man. Oy yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. Now, come through is a weird way to put it. Is that saying, like, is that a guy trying to say come fight? But he's talking to a girl. He's talking to a girl, but it, it couldn't be her parents. But I'll tell you what, you're done with the relationship for sure when you're calling her, uh, when you're saying come here, bitch, in front of her folks. If you, Her parents are never going to like you again. If you open the door sheepishly right now. Hi, Richie. Yeah. She, yes. Richard, hello. Oh, Richard. Did you? I heard you out here squealing like a bitch. I and then shut so. the door again and lock <laughs> it. <laughs> God, and you, once you know it could take the damage. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought the Girl Scouts were out here selling cookies. <laughs> 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 Just football taunt them. <laughs> oh. oh, is this why the Chiefs won that Super Bowl? When oh. you were out? When you got burnt by Tyreek Hill? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you're right, though. Thanksgiving after this is next year, even if they work it all through. This just this just out there saying that. Yeah. I'll fuck your... Like, to her brother being like, I'll fuck your shit up. And the next year, you're like, how you doing, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Like in the kitchen, Mama like, Moss, these potatoes are... Ooh, uh, oh, good. The spices. He goes, by the way... He's like... She's like... She goes, yeah, did I come through? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man, come on. Come on, Mama Moss. Don't be yeah. playing me like that. Yeah, she goes, Oh, someone left something in the front. <laughs> someone left something at the front door. The new front door. Hey, the new front. Have you seen the new front door? Yeah. Try to hit that one, you mo. Uh, this is my. You know, well, you know my other daughter, Byron, that you called a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep... uh, yeah. Yes, you know my son. 
Thomas, who you threatened and <laughs> said we're going to rip his fucking head off. You're right. No mother-in-law asshole. lets go of this. No mother-in-law is okay with... Yeah. But, you know, the, the daughter is going to be fucking top of the game coming in with just like... Oh, she's gonna like be, it's a presidential campaign. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. going to be back in there like, guys... There's a new Richard Sherman. She goes, no, no. Everything's been so different since anger management. Yeah. Guys, he took a course, <laughs> and now you got to be cool with him. If he's drunk, this is a simply has yeah. to stop drinking thing. Yeah, he was hammered. If he's not obliterated, uh, then, like, that's a problem. Yeah, I think this they... Uh, this guy needs mental w- help. When he, he said got, it anyway. Yeah, when he got arrested, he was hammered. Yeah. He said, what if you got hammered after this? He was like, fuck this bitch. I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, no, that right there? Stone sober. <laughs> he goes, I just woke up from a nap. I, I wouldn't fight fresh. drunk. Yes, I, I wouldn't fight drunk. I don't have the aim. Yeah. You miss. He goes, you think I was drunk? You got to get wail on that door like that? Say, what? That's some bitch strong. Why don't you ask the Cardinals week four of two seasons ago if that was, <laughs> they caught a little of that. Go keep playing it. If I open this door, are you going to be mad at me? Did I ever say what the fight was about? Monopoly. (laughs) (laughs) If you can can believe that. All right. This is like when my cat, when the cat tries to get you in the bathroom, when you shut the door to take a shit, and you see its paws on her. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that day Richard Sherman learned... That that was a well-framed door. Go back to the first. Like the offenses he had battled in the NFC West throughout most of his careers, that door wasn't going anywhere. Fleet-footed. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go back to the beginning uh, of the video one more time? Because uh, those first shots were actually... Domestic abuse finds itself in funny places. <laughs> On that day, on a warm, sunny day. What, Lou? What you can hear is what? You can hear his father-in-law yelling at him through the door. You can hear him say, get away from the door, bitch. And that's where he's like, well, come through. Open the door then. He says, he calls him a bitch? Yeah, listen listen real close in the very, very beginning. Yo, I love it. Talking shit through the door. It was funny. Every woman in that house was going like, shut up. She's like, stop it, Thomas. Stop it. He goes, oh, he's being a bitch. Man, I'm from Oakland. I ain't afraid of this motherfucker. Oh, shut up. I grew up in Oakland in the 60s. This little kid's a bitch. You're you're 67 years old. He goes, stop it. And what? What are you going to do? And what? Took your brother out. Feel that. (laughs) He he puts his arm out. Feel that. Hard as a motherfucker. That feels 67 to you? Get out my way, woman. Still got all my hair? I'm going to go fuck this motherfucker. Daddy, please don't open that door. Or he's doing this to him. He's going. Yeah, why don't you uh, why don't you open the door, bitch? Yeah, and uh, stop, Dad. I played a little semi-pro ball in nineteen seventy-eight. Played for the Denver Gold. Think I give a shit? <laughs> Donald Donald Trump, my boss, nineteen eighty-four uh, USFL. Did two seasons of Arena League. <laughs> you think I'm afraid of this motherfucker? I told you since the day you started dating him, I would toast his ass. I was whooping asses when you, Mama, was wiping your ass. <laughs> I'm opening the door. Daddy, don't open that door. Motherfucker keeps telling me come through, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) My front patio. I'm about to take that. I'm going to get my pistol. (laughs) Dude, let's play. I want to hear him through the door. Come through. Come through, bitch. Dude. Big pop. Dude. So if he'd have gotten his hands... On that dad, if that dude, <laughs> Jesus dude, Christ, that dad was goose was cooked. That would be like when someone gets trapped with a crocodile, and you see they're like, ah, ah, the only thing, in. the only thing that would bring you out of that rage 
when Richard Sermon grabs him, if he sees that Dad's got like a milky, like a Cosby milky eye, yeah, that's the only thing that'll draw you back to. He's an older man. And I yeah. shouldn't do this. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mister Moss. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Pastor oh. Moss. He's a pastor. <laughs> My bad, Pastor Moss. Man, he should. Richard Sherman should have gone a different route. He should have gone creepy. And just like popped up in the windows when they're all hidden yeah. inside. With his eyes wide open. <laughs> he should have gone should have gone silent and then climbed now on the roof. Come, come through. <laughs> or yeah. He should have go go bullhorn through this chimney. Oh man. Come, come through. through. Like, oh my god. Oh my god. Dude, that's if you're if you are terrorizing a family and they're inside, you have to have fun with it. Oh yeah. You gotta like you know do the yeah, on the window. He should have fucking pressed Ham his asshole on all the windows, <laughs> and then just knock, and then just knock on the window. And when they open up the shades, it's just <laughs> it's just a starfish, it's a starfish and nutsack. But like, oh damn it! He's well, come through, come through, open the door, Ham. Huh? Yeah, you see the fog. <laughs> yeah, it's funny when your players like in shit though. Are you more forgiving? Absolutely. Uh, to him yeah. For that. Isn't this so weird? If he would have signed, literally, if he would have signed a contract with like the Colts four <laughs> weeks ago, yeah, I would just be like, yeah, whatever. This guy should be in prison. <laughs> I, uh, but you, I, I also, think, I think Michael Vick has atoned heavily for his sins. But still, if he goes back to jail for it, I'm like, whatever. Well, I think what it becomes is like you start the older you. Yeah, there's some thermal farts, just toots. The older you get, I think you start. Uh, I remember when I was a kid and a player would do a bad thing. I'd be like, that's impossible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, but they're an NFL player. They're like, they're heroes. They're heroes. But I think the older you get, you just realize these guys are now they're kids with an enormous amount of pressure. I mean, I think Richard Sherman's enormous amount of money. Also, Richard Sherman's my age, year younger, so I can understand being drunk in a fight with a girlfriend, and her family's on the other side of the door talking shit. And the one thing you can do is that pop he gets when he starts rocking that door. He's like, they're like, what? It's like you would think the fucking in sync was going on stage. You're like, ah! and he was like, you know, that was his only get back at it. it was just, you know terrifying them. Isn't it amazing? You think when you have pussy at your fingertips at all time, which I'm sure Richard Sherman does. Uh, yeah, but yeah, then it becomes a question of their like to be that wound up. But it was his wife, though. That, right? Yeah, that's what his I mean. Wife, yeah, I'm, and I'm sure NFL players like there are guys that love the the groupies, but some of these dudes just have families and get in fights with them. Well, this fight might... Who knows what this fight's even yeah. over? Groupies, probably. <laughs> probably the guests. Um, no, I don't know. I have no idea what it's about. But I'm just saying my point is it's just to find that level of anger you could still get. Like, when you're on the rational side of anger, yeah. how ridiculous anger feels and sounds when you, like, think of the things you said. Yeah. Even you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did I say? That's what I'm saying. Constantly. I don't think I've ever came out of an anger and been like, that was so cool. I mean, you know, there's not a chance that next season, if he plays, if he gets to play, yeah, uh, that there's not going to be signs in every stadium that says "Come through, <laughs> come through." Bitch. I hope the I hope the Niners re-sign him, and I hope they go full on. They put it out there. It's come through. But you're right. I mean, how much Levi Stadium come through? How easy was it when they were like? Hey, what's the fucking butter lady, Paula Dean? Yeah, like Paula Dean said this race stuff. He goes. Probably. Yeah. And they're like, you know, everybody else they catch the guy. And then it was like Riley Cooper. And they have a video of him saying all this shit, the thing. And I'm like, he was at a country music concert. He was just talking shit around a bunch of hillbilly people. And 
he's not racist. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then he goes away. And he, he goes away from the team. Like, you watch the video again, the video of Riley Cooper, and you're like, I don't know. That was like, <laughs> yeah, that was weird. He knew he was being filmed. <laughs> like he, was he, like, he points at the camera at one point. He goes, turn that on real quick. Yeah. Get, get this. Get in this. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm about to stick this. <laughs> I'm about to nail this. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what professional sports do is they make you they make you love something yeah. irrationally. Any villain where apart from it you would normally be critical of it. Well, if someone's a villain but they're on your team, you're like, "Come on." People keep the proof will be in the pudding if we get some kind of a player. I tell them people are talking about Ben Simmons going somewhere else and the people you can get. Yeah. Uh well, they're fighting now for Damian Lillard apparently. But I wouldn't mind that seeing him get out of the Way of the Nuggets. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it necessarily, but I'm not. You can't make me love this dude and take his rap seriously. Well, he was in Space Jam 2. Of course he was. Oh, man. What a shit show. Yeah. Space Jam 2 is impressively bad. And wait, I wait, try- before we jump to it, yeah. I want to get into that in a full conversation. Yeah. Say about... Uh, about Damian Lillard, but like, yeah, it's taking the rap thing seriously. Uh, when Michael Vick was on the team, those things that you have to like, yeah, you put up with, look over for a fucking thing. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. It's like when one of your friends does something douchey, and you're just like, I know you're better than that, or I'd like to believe that. Yeah, for sure. Like Riley Cooper, though, when you said you watched that video, you're like, yeah, Jesus, dude, that was pretty, that was bad. There was a story about a 49ers fullback. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I think like 2012. Got hammered and terrorized this old man in a hotel. Yeah, and you try to be like, "Nah, man, he's just—he was drunk and he was." And then you read the story and you're like, "This was a nightmare for a man, a, a foot, a, like a full-on, I think all pro at the time, fullback busts in your door in your hotel room and just is violent." And you're like, it's like having a ti- it's like having a tiger wake you up. You're just like, oh my fan, god! As a fan, you're just like, oh, you know the risks of staying in a hotel. Well, what was he doing staying in the area? That's a five mile radius to yeah, Levi's. That's so stupid. Yeah, look it up. His name was Bruce. Oh shit, dude, I can't remember. But, uh, but Damian Lillard was even a good example because it's like taking seriously something silly. That yeah, that's like kind of. I'm saying more like uh, again, it's not even. I just, I'm so curious about the psychology of it. Like Russell Westbrook is the example I was going to use. I don't know if Russell Westbrook's done anything bad in his personal life at all. It's just I don't – when I see him play, I never like him. He's so unlikable looking, his face, yeah. the way he complains after every single play. And yeah. Bitches and moans constantly. I don't – but, like, if he came to the Sixers, even though I'm like, I don't want him for almost those reasons. But then they're like, well, you we have no fucking choice. He's here. Yeah. And then he's here. all those things immediately. Like, Get mad, dude. Yeah, fuck that call. <laughs> These refs are bullshit. You, yeah. you just go. Yeah. What is that lack of loyalty to your own thoughts? It's so weird. I, it, it, it's also like, um, it's just how sports make you change your standards for people. You're just like, oh, that guy wears a, my favorite color now. But that's the problem. Fuck that's, them up. That's what leaks into their psyche that fucks them all up because... They live in a city where they can't do wrong unless it's on the field. If they're playing great, they don't care. I mean, Allen Iverson's thing was, and I don't know what the actual story is, but whatever it is, his wife was outdoors butt naked. Sweet. Locked out of the house and, like, you know, whatever. And she had to go figure that out. And it's just like everyone's like, she's probably being a bitch, dude, because she probably caught him getting his dick sucked or something. Fuck that, her. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile, you're like, yeah, that's a heinous thing to. I wonder how it feels. 
you've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. I wonder how it feels to be an athlete that's like on fire in a city and you're just fucking killing it and then you fall off. And to watch that city change from being like, right this way, champ, like that kind of, you know, and then to being like, yeah, I don't know. When, I, when Iverson had the gun in the car, I mean, how fast it was like, yeah, it was under the seat. Like everyone. And so, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was under the seat. It was under the fucking seat. Yeah. Like, I, how do you I say have it was a better his? example of that. My hero growing up was Dal Strawberry. Lenny Dykstra fucked your mom. <laughs> Nails. <laughs> Nails got in that ass. <laughs> Dallas Strawberry and Dwight Gooden were my two heroes. Both got caught with coke, beating their wives, crack, yeah. and hookers. Yeah, dude. In fact, Man. I just uh, I just saw Dwight Gooden uh, two summers ago. Uh, we paid him to come to my cousin's house, and the next day he got caught with uh, crack in his car. So wait, we, wait, we, wait, fi- wait. we financed his crack uh, addiction. He probably got it from one of your family members. Uh, he goes, you guys I, aren't gonna. You guys aren't gonna believe this. Dwight couldn't just copped off me. Yeah, he paid me. I paid him in crack. He gave me a rookie card. It was the next day he got caught. The next day he was in the newspapers. Jeez. Now back the, up a little what, bit on the story. I hate to do this, but you paid hit uh, Doc Gooden to come to your house. Uh, My Doc. cousin did. Yes, because uh, he was having a barbecue and he thought he would be a big shot. Actually, he first tried to pay Lenny Dykstra, who didn't show up. So then he got a hold of Dwight Gooden, who came with. Uh, some shady looking lady. She looked like a, she might have been a whore too. How do you get and, a hold uh, of Dwight Gooden? Can I ask you also two things? Great question. How do you get a hold of Dwight Gooden? And and number two, uh, 
What time of day was this at? This is just like a 2 p.m. After Sunday, Nails Saturday. bailed, yeah. he made an emergency get a hold of Doc Gooden. You've He's accepted like, all of this, by the way. Uh, Lou, you don't know any more to the story than this because you just accepted all of that as he is. Goes, who else you go? He goes, shorthand who I got? I got Rob Nen. I got Dante <laughs> Bichette. Uh, I don't know who else I can get you. Moogie Wilson. <laughs> Don Baylor. How do you feel about... Uh... I mean... Jesus Christ, Lou. How have you never asked how the fuck did you just get a hold of Doc? How long ago was this? This was right before the pandemic. What? Oh, Dwight couldn't get caught with crack recently again? Yeah, yeah. Still got it, baby. Still got it. But you still have to see. He was showing the kids how to throw a curveball. He was so sweet and nice. He signed, I got to be maybe 200 uh, baseballs he was signing. Super fast. Hey. Mm -hmm. Yes. More. Hit me with it. Boom. I'm like a human stamp. Damn. And then he got caught the next day. So fucking funny. Do you think someone at that party gave him a speech of like, I say do it, man. If it makes you feel good, do it. I mean, (laughs) he was like, he's like, man, really, really been itching for crack more. (laughs) He goes, you know what, Doc? Doc, you earned it, man. Hey, you're a fucking doctor. <laughs> you had, had he deserve party. If he hung out a little longer, he could have found crack or uh, could have found some coke. I'm sure. How much was he paid to come to your barbecue? Yeah, because I've got a whole list of Hall of Fame athletes. I'd like to be there at their first day back in studio. I swear to God, I don't look at your cousin as a. Uh, I don't look at him as a big shot for what he's done. I look at him as a fucking weird dildo <laughs> for paying a man to come stand at your barbecue. <laughs> It was a great barbecue. It was fun. I, I'd it's say weird. It must be yeah. about it's fun, Lou. Only. It's fun, Lou. A thousand dollars so lame. It's it, it, what does he got? Uh, is it is electric off? They got a fuck. Come on. But I mean, my point is, if your cousin or somebody goes, dude, I know uh, Dwight Gooden. Yeah, like he's uh, like he's a buddy of mine, old buddy of mine. I met him through some guy. He's going to come to the barbecue. He's in town. He's going to come to the barbecue. That's all. That's an awesome barbecue. He shows up and you give him an envelope of a thousand dollars to pretend to be your friend. You might as well have paid strippers to come, dude. That'd well, have been more the, fun, and they would have been less drug addicted. He goes, "You're gonna like shit." A shady underworld of uh, gambling, and you know a guy. A guy owes you, so that's kind of how it went. That's weird. That's still weird, man. Because you're going to shit. 500 bucks, I can have Pepper Johnson come to Pittsburgh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. I know you're a big G-man. <laughs> I know you're a big Giants fan. He goes, you just got to give him, I know this sounds weird, five Gs and a picture of your wife's tits. Yeah. A picture of what? Goes, over the sink. A picture of your wife's tits. Over the sink. And when he, he gets, specified and over when the he gets there, he goes over to your wife <laughs> and he holds the picture next to her tits. <laughs> and if it if it matches up in his mind, he stays. Yeah. Okay. But by the way, he's a fun hang. He's taking the five grand either way, though. But if, you're, if it's an actual picture of your wife's tits, if he confirms, he'll stay. <laughs> and then he'll throw, teach the kids how to throw uh, field grounders and shit. Yeah, dude, Dwight Gooden just hanging out for money. I would just want to walk up to him and be like, when do you want to Do you want to go? Do You should have went up to him with like a fiver in your fingers and be like, Doc, <laughs> talk to you for a second. Uh, come over here. Goes, Honestly, who is, the, who is the hardest in-division rival for you, <laughs> personally? Just ask him like in-depth baseball questions. Doc, five spot. Hang on to that. Hernandez. Let me, let me, let me, friend or foe. Can I grab you for a couple minutes here? Uh, yeah. I paid. Yeah. I tipped him. Hey, lady, I'm going to need you to hit the back of the line. I got that, I got that, fucking, I got that easy pass. You hit him a 50. <laughs> Would you... Would you? Yeah. Do you have to pay him for like? Uh, is it like a stripper? Like you get the fee to get them there, but then you yeah. Know, do you get private? Works off tips. Do I? Can I have a catch with him for like a hundred? 
<laughs> no, that's free. That's free. And the weird thing, it was nobody's birthday. We weren't celebrating a goddamn thing. It's just, hey, there's Dwight Gooden over there. Would he tap my head and, and tell me, good job, slugger? Yeah. I'm sure. Yes. That's awesome. Could, could we have an in-depth conversation while both taking a knee? <laughs> Man, don't Lou, don't you wish you fucking like pulled him inside to do some coke with him? Uh, no, man, because I don't want to, I'm too old to do coke, and also, I don't want to No, but with Doc Gooden, dude, if you're going to do it, do it with Doc Gooden. If I'm ever going to drink absinthe, it's going to be with Marilyn Manson while we're shocking a young girl who's tied up. (laughs) Against her will? I don't know. Chase is drinking the bottle and just holding the taser. (laughs) (laughs) We're all stars now. In the dope show. (laughs) Would you like to hear some of my demo recordings? I would. <laughs> goes, okay, you keep, you keep her tender, and I'm going to go get my catalog. Uh, and then he walks out of the room, and you're like, how cool is this? How cool is this? I was making it my Johnny Depp voice. Same voice. It works. Same it works. Guy. Just like Fell Dog works for Sheen. <laughs> Me and Marilyn is hanging out torturing a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking absinthe. I like you. I still like you geeking out though. Whenever, whenever he leaves, and you're like, I've like been a biggest fan of his. I go to the girl. I go, is this willingly? I can't tell. I don't want to take the gag out of your mouth. I don't yeah, know if it's part of. The I don't rules. know if I'm gonna be able to get it back in. <laughs> I don't want you to yell. <laughs> Listen, this. I Do you want me to contact your family or anything? Yeah. Hey, like, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you. I can't. Know I, you you know what? He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> 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 where are you? Where are you know what? I found a fresh bottle of absinthe upstairs. He goes, I'm going to teach you how to put in weird contacts. <laughs> oh, my God. I've been wondering. Uh, oh, tell me all your secrets. If Marilyn Manson gave me a contact, do I wear it every day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, do you hire? If I met Marilyn Manson, he, he goes, I'm going to give you one of my contacts. You should. Oh, dude. You should hire Marilyn Manson to come stand at your 4th of July barbecue next year. <laughs> After all the allegations, he's just standing in the corner being spooky. Yeah. You guys want to go? Marilyn Manson's in the other room being spooky. I go, I was over there talking to Justin and Lewis, and I, but we're both asking, is that Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson's in that room constantly lighting and blowing out tall candles. <laughs> he goes, I was just talking to your friend Wayne. He's got a lot of theories that I like. <laughs> Yeah, Marilyn. No, in a million years, I wouldn't pay to have him come stand at a party. What time did he leave, Lou? Like, how long of a shift did he pull? Uh, I'd say an hour, exactly an hour. And uh, for a K, yeah, he was paid. I know how much he got there. Did he eat? Uh, No, but he was surprisingly very fat. Well, Uh. that is surprising for a crack addict. Yeah. Also, I don't. I don't know why we need to know that. But that's what it is. You guys depressed him so much. He accepted $1,000 to come stand with a bunch of dildos in Jersey at a barbecue for nothing. Felt like I was a bunch of, around a bunch of cocktail wieners. Had to go smoke it out. Yeah. He's just sitting there dancing for your pink faces. He felt like you know Al Jolson. Like, do you know what it's like to hear 76 people get sun, get cancer from the sun? I got to get out of there, man. I got to smoke this away. I can, hear their, I can hear the back of their neck sizzling. It was like bacon <laughs> you try barbecuing around a bunch of Canadian ham ass motherfuckers I walking saw, around. I saw three fresh freckles form today. <laughs> ah, 
three freckle births. I saw three brand new freckles appear. You ever see a freckle come in? It's crazy. Drive a man to crack. <laughs> <laughs> Drive a man to smoke and crack. The next day he was like, what am I doing, man? Crack was better than this. We drove him back to crack addiction. You said no, he, he seemed means- sweet and totally sober there. Was he drinking beers or anything? No, absolutely nothing. And the weird thing was there was only about under 20 people there. Oh, even worse. Oh, yeah, because then you really... All eyes on him. They, uh, yeah. It's got to really carry that weird energy, which whatever room he comes in, everyone gets short <laughs> breath. Hey, champ. Hey, champ. Hey, Doc. <laughs> uh, strike three. You're out. I don't know. <laughs> I just wouldn't know how to act around him. Did, did you call him Doc? Lou, he White, means or, so or, or much Mr. to Gooden? you. Did you call him Mr. Gooden? <laughs> I think I called him Doc. Got a picture. You use the two form. Well, he's like, he's like, Doc, he goes, uh, it's Mr. Gooden. And I go, I paid you to be here. <laughs> You're Doc. Hey, Doc Obvious. Yeah. You look, you you're lucky got I don't a, call you a shithead. Yeah, you got a wad in your pocket that I will report to the IRS. I swear to you, I would think, and I don't give a fuck about Doc Gooden, but I would think it would be insulting to offer him $1,000. God. Yeah. Last minute. Know. Oh, he wasn't even oh, our first it's choice. It's a fill-in. <laughs> and you know what? Yeah, it would be great, though, as he's he taking like, the he money. Like, he goes, he like, he like, they were like, Doc, you want to do a barbecue for a 1000 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funnier if he leans in, and as he's taking the money, he goes, where nails fails, Doc gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> he takes 1000 and just puts it in his pocket. <laughs> when nails fails. Uh, Yo. You're lucky you got a, a crackhead. You could have had Lenny Dykstra there trying to fucking finger your nieces. And Dude, shit. he would have been Richard Shermering all your <laughs> tiny children in the house. He would have been fucking going through doors. That Dexter's all Dykstra's all sexed up. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He brought that girl and he got nailed. He brought a fucking girls with him to say, like young hot chicks to say how uh, good he was at eating pussy and everything. And then the girl immediately went on another like podcast and said, like, she's a comedian from L.A., and she was just doing it for, like, exposure. Like, she's like, she never had sex. He's like, he, he met her at the comedy club and was like, would you come with me to New York and say this? And paid her. Well, on, on Howard Stern, he was like, he's like 1950s sexist. Like, he's just the fucking worst. Uh, everybody, look at that gash. You know, like, all that. All the shit yeah. that you really shouldn't Lenny say Lenny Dykstra is hilarious. Yeah, is, is like the funnest guy to hang out with one-on-one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> And then in a group, you have to go, Lenny, now, Lenny. Yeah. If no. you were having a dude's cigar night barbecue, that's where you invite nails, dude. I mean, you have to pay 5K to get him to one of those. Poker night, 10K. Easy. But I'm telling you, get him to come out because that's where he's going to be fun. But he will make every woman in your family uncomfortable. Oh, it's, no, you got, it's a boy's night. You got to have him down in the man cave. You know, I was just telling your, uh, I was just telling your aunt here, Lou, that I eat really good pussy. And he goes, what are you going to do about it? <laughs> <laughs> or he's downstairs, or, you go, or just at one mo- or at one point in the evening, everyone's downstairs in the basement. You go, hey, anybody see Lenny Dykstra? <laughs> yeah, he's upstairs. And you're like, oh shit! And you go upstairs. He's like, why don't you tell me you're keeping all this pussy up here? <laughs> Do the question. I met your daughter and your mom. The, like, oh, the drop, the drop they have on Stern that he says that is the best always. Because he was like talking to someone one time. He was like, yeah, she's a cute girl. He's like, how's the slot? How's this? He calls it the slot. It's so funny to call a pussy a slot. How's your slot? Dude, that is. How's the slot? That's up there with gash. How's the slot? Slot? Damn, that's a good word. Yeah, Dykstra's a genius of comedy, but it's, he'd be a rough hang if you have any women around. Yeah. I mean, he'd be a rough hang. He does not have social grace. Wasn't he supposed to celebrity box the... 
Bagel Boss guy? And Bagel the... Boss didn't show up. I remember that's when he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, you think I'm a dumber? You think I'm going to It's like, yeah, and then you got sued. Yeah, now you're going to lose <laughs> in court. <laughs> By the way, someone tagged us on a photo of Instagram of Danielle Brajoli. Yeah. And she looks like a 45-year-old woman now. Yeah, yeah, it's hitting her hard. But I'll tell you this. She's like 18. <laughs> She's just like... Her OnlyFans, it's already like... Just for her age and her thing, man, it's just too racy already. Like She took like fish to water to doing pictures where her nips are just barely covered by her fingers. Like, I taught her that. At 18, she just jumped right in. I taught her that with my deep Vs that I wear. <laughs> but all that financial success, do you know what I mean? She's had, yeah, she's but you still can't. like right away, like here, look people at my People think titty. success changes trash people, but it doesn't. It just puts gas on the fire. No, right, but I, she doesn't. There's nothing about her career right now that requires uh, nudity. Do you know what I mean? She's just doing it. She just fell in line. I mean, she goes for it. Now, there's nothing like too too racy yet. I don't think, but uh, you know, it'll get there. She's I mean, not, not going to de-escalate it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just it's shit, man. If you're you know you're a parent of a of a young woman. I'll tell you what she's showing. Just now. having that out there, it's got to be a fucking oh, worry. Yeah. yeah, and the problem is also, like, her butt's not that great. Ooh. This is really showed. Wow. Her you can, said it. Dude, you said can, it, girlfriend. Her hands are massive, but her butt's not great. Now, you know what? Her butt, that picture of her butt looks like bit. that guy from Dr. Pimple Popper. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it really does. There's a couple of pictures of her butt that actually looks pretty great, but I've seen some where it's really not... Uh, much of a butt. Just taking that picture of you turning around, taking a picture of your butt, and it's not medical, has to feel hilarious. Just being like, yeah. here it is. I couldn't imagine. We should all have to take pictures of our own butts. I couldn't imagine proofing, proofing a picture of my own ass. Oh, there's no fucking way. There's, no, the, there's none. There's none that would be okay. Like with your friends, too, being like, oh, yeah, that looks hot. Look at your ass, Jay. My, dude, my ass meat is so white that even just sitting right now, if I showed you my ass, it's probably all blotchy and looks like I've been yeah. smacked in the ass. Mine looks like a tenderized pork chop that you left in the refrigerator for too long, and then you picked up the bag. And it just yeah. I bet you got a pasty ass, DJ Lou. Those ass cheeks. Right. <laughs> hey, Doc, look at my butt. Is it a nice butt, Doc? And he goes, 15 more minutes. Christine's got a pasty ass. She gets a good, you can give her a good blotch with a smack. Body glove? Crack. Give her oh, a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give her a, what's that, hyper? Yeah, hyper color. <laughs> Pow. I'll never forget my friend Byron did that to our friend. He was just laying on the couch after we were like hanging out at the pool. He was just and he walked in and went body glove and fucking pink bellied him. Yeah, just got him. But like his hand print was like white on his stomach because the kid was kind of sunburned. Oh shit! I just remember him pulling his hand back and me being like, "Damn!" But it was, it was just that fucking hand print on his stomach. Black Lou, these are we'll move on because these are conversations you'll never understand. Whoa! Don't make what it racial like again? with you. Yeah, just Lou with his. Fucking, per- his back skin and ass skin are the same exact color. Yeah, it's how we make hu- human jerky. <laughs> same exact beautiful color. Straight down to his bunghole. It's all God. the same color. It's all a milky. on me? How do you know that's so accurate? Frothy white. Talk about Black Lou. Black Lou's ass, I'm saying, is perfectly the same, just symmetrically the same color the whole way down. Maybe his dick's a little bit darker than the rest, but the head's pink. So pink, Dan. <laughs> It's so pink. <laughs> You've never seen a pink. Pinkest. The pinkest. This isn't a bit anymore. Huh? 
<laughs> oh, it's a Jake. I really thought that was just Jake. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Zoom, the Zoom is taking the Jacob drop to the new level. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.